Welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast, where every conversation sparks a step towards mental wellness. I'm Kai Riskin Westcott, but you can call me Kai, your guide on this journey of laughter, learning, and life-changing insights. Each episode, we dive deep into the heart of mental health, bringing you stories, strategies, and straight talk to help you navigate life's ups and downs. Together with our guests, we're breaking stigmas, sharing struggles, and celebrating triumphs, all wrapped in humor and honesty. So whether you're looking for a dose of inspiration, practical tips, or just a moment of connection, you're in the right place. Let's get ready to empower, enlighten, and elevate your day right here on the Vibe with Kai podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Vibe with Kai podcast. It's your boy Kai, and today I'm thrilled to have Beck returning to the show, Coach Shay. Shay's journey from struggling with anxiety and seasonal depression to becoming a life coach is not just inspiring. Well, that was great. I like the little uh, (laughs) little thing. Uh, Not just inspiring, but it's also a testament of power uh, and and, uh, the power of positivity and thinking uh, and dedicating your uh, your life to self-improvement. And today, Shay is here to share her wisdom on handling the stress of the holiday season. I think a lot of us uh, go through that uh, every single year. Uh, And it's a time that's often... That's filled. That's often filled with joy, but it also can be very uh, uh, anxiety-induced for many of us out there. Uh, so, with that said, Shay, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hey, Kai. Hey, guys. I'm so I'm excited you're really here. Well, yeah, I'm so excited every time. Right? Why? Why else would I keep coming back? I, mean, I know. I, like I know. Fourth time. I think so. But you know what? You're not. And you're not number one. <gasps> I know. You're up there. I think you're. You're definitely top five i know i know there's been been two people that have been interviewed more times than me they must be amazing they're i think actually your number how many this is your third time you said i think it's my fourth your fourth okay then you would be number i think you're number two or three because my friend chelsea she's a therapist she's based in florida and Mm -hmm. she has been on i think at this point like five five times well that's Um, great yeah, yeah. So there's like a, there's a couple people that I always lo- I love uh, speaking with. You're one of them because you're you're full of uh, of this beautiful beautiful knowledge and insight that I always <laughs> enjoy um, spreading. You know, with the with the people that follow me and listen to to everything because I tell people all the time I am not a mental health professional. I don't pretend to be one. Right. Uh, but I have but I have a lot of friends that have studied this uh, mm. and have much more of an education on this than I do. So welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here. Happy holidays as well. Yeah, Merry Christmas, my yeah, friend. Merry Christmas. We're and happy this. Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. Happy everything. Happy all the things you guys are celebrating. Yes. Happy Festivus <laughs> for the rest of us. It is yeah. we're recording this on, on Thursday, December 21st. Uh and this will be it's, out before Christmas, but and it's like, solstice it's, right now. Like is it? I don't know what that means. Winter solstice. Today is the shortest day of the year. Is it really? Yeah. I did not I did not know that. I, I should probably know. I feel like that's happy a thing winter solstice, everybody. Happy winter solstice to <laughs> late, all those who uh... it's released after today. <laughs> oh well, oh that, that's true. Yeah, it's late. It's well, it, technically, it'll be out on the twenty second. It'll be out. Friday. It's only a day late. It's only a day late. So don't don't yell at us, people. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about this this uh, solstice holiday season. Shay, can you talk about just why people? Why do you feel people are a little bit more stressed during this time of year than other times of year? Well, I think that there's a pervasive pressure 
Mm. Um, and it's different for each person. If you're a single person, then there's this pervasive pressure of I'm single on during the holidays. Who Hello. am I going to spend it with? <laughs> you know, there's probably multiple friends who you could spend it with, but then there's family responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what do I do? I don't even know who I'm going to spend this with. And there's pressure of, okay, well, am I going to get everybody gifts? Which friends do I get gifts for? I mean, the amount of decisions that yes. are compacted into a two week period is insane because at work, a lot of the decisions are made for us, depending on what we do. Like, it's like, oh, I know I need for you. It's like, okay, I need to create this content and I need mm -hmm. to do this marketing job. I need to finish this project. And then I need to work on stuff for the play coming up in a couple of weeks. Like mm -hmm. it's kind of managed for you because you know when rehearsals start and you know mm -hmm. when this project is due and you know how much content you usually come out with. But when it comes to the holidays, we don't have a manager. We don't even have a blueprint for what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> Unless yeah. we thought we had the perfect Christmas growing up, which actually can put even more pressure on people who are starting yes. their own families. When you first get married or when you're in a new relationship and it's like a serious relationship, these are the kinds of things you want to talk about because Christmas traditions are really important to some people and they want to keep as much of that tradition as possible, especially if they want to have kids or right. They don't have anything to do with that. They hate the way their family did it. It was so much drama and screaming and fighting, right. and they don't want to be a part of this consumeristic mindset. I mean, <laughs> the damn it. It doesn't matter what your childhood was, whether Christmas was a humongous deal or a tiny deal. Yeah. Generally, there's going to be some stress either during Christmas when you're spending time with all those wonderful relatives yeah. or <laughs> in the two weeks leading up to it when you're going, well, what am I going to do? Because I'm still working and yet I'm supposed to be prepping for this thing that's supposed to right. be massive. And I just want to say to everybody out there and to you too, take the pressure off. Mm. Christmas can look however you, and if you're married or dating, your significant partner, what you guys decide that it is. Mm. There yes. are no rules. There are no rules. And so if you feel that pressure at all, especially leading up to the holidays, just throw the rule book out the window. <laughs> and I highly recommend, and I do this every year, near the end of the year, taking a little assessment. Okay, how was my year? Mm. What did I learn? Or what can I learn from over the past 12 months? What can I be grateful for? What can I rest in that place of gratefulness and peace? And what can I look at in that year that helps me to long for next year? Because mm -hmm. I did this and this right. And I want to do that again, but even better. And I did this wrong. So I'm going to adjust that and tweak that so that next year is even better and brighter. Right. So right. I would say to, to go ahead and take that pause to live in the moment. Right. And also to assess the year previous. And so that you can move into next year feeling like hopeful and happy. Right, right. A lot of that, a lot of that <clears throat> can be a little easier said than done, right? Sometimes because, mm. because like, there's so much going on. Like, I'm sure there's a lot, there's some people out there that are like, I would love to do that. But it's just hard because there's so many uh, other circumstances, I guess, that come into play yeah. that make that difficult for the people that feel like they don't have that control in mm. their life. Yeah. What would you say to them? I'm, I'm going to push back because mm -hmm. the, um, the framework of the question doesn't match my worldview. Okay. And so I would say if you feel that 
that you don't have the time, it's because you're not prioritizing it and you mm -hmm. don't think it's important. Okay. Which also means that you are not valuing your mental health right mm -hmm. now in the moment or moving into next year. Because if you value your mental health, then you know that the best thing for you is learning, growing, and healing. And the only thing that can catalyst healing and growing and moving into the next season of your life is actually taking time to assess your current life mm -hmm. and even your past for the year. You are stuck in a cycle that perpetuates busyness, worry, and drama. If you can't stop for 10 minutes and mm -hmm. just rest in the moment. And I, I have all the excuses in the world not to do this, Kai. Mm -hmm. You know, I am married. I have five children. Yes, you heard me right. <laughs> we are not a blended family. All five of them came out of my body. Right. There's only one dad, okay? Nuclear family is eight people now, not just seven. Right. Because my husband and I and our five children live with my mother-in-law, who's 82 years old. Right. I run my own business as a mental health professional. I life coach, shea coaching. That's what I do for a job. And I get to set my own hours. So that definitely gives me some flexibility. And if I only have a few clients in a week, like before Christmas, you know, it's a pretty light week for me. Mm -hmm. But on top of running my own business, I'm shopping for presents. I'm wrapping presents. I'm cleaning my house. I'm doing laundry for seven. I'm checking in on mom who was sick. Sometimes I vacuum for her. I'm checking on my husband at work to see how he's doing, checking in with his mental health so he doesn't get too overwhelmed or bogged down on nights mm -hmm. like tonight where the moment I finish making dinner, I'm running into a live with Kai and he's mm -hmm. on like, he basically walked in the door from work and is immediately thrown into dad mode with five right. little kids and, you know, two or three of them, they should help help brushing their teeth, you know? Right, right, right. So all that being said, that's my life. If that's my life and that could be chaos and I have every excuse not to do this and I'm still doing it, you can do it too. That's fair. I, and I, and I definitely applaud you for, for that, because that's, that's a lot going on. And I think uh, one of the things that pop up into my brain a lot with the people and a lot of people reach out to me about this is the financial yeah. aspect of it as well. Yeah. Like the, the, the financial aspect can be a big stressor for yeah. people, totally. for individuals, for family, for people that are going through financial struggles during the holiday season. What are your, what are your words for them? Be creative because again, there's no rules. There does not have to be a stack of presents to the ceiling and your kids will be too overwhelmed by that anyway. Mm -hmm. All that's going to be is a pile of trash. If your kids are as rough on their toys as mine are, <laughs> they'll play yeah. with it. They'll love it for a week, two weeks, three months tops, and then they're over it. So why are you breaking your back and putting all this pressure on yourself to spend hundreds or even thousands of dollars on Christmas when that's not what they want? This is the secret, especially with kids. They don't want things. They want quality face-to-face -face time with you where there's not a screen in between. Whether they realize that or not, that's really what they need and often what they want. So if I get my kid a game that they can play with me and I have quality time built in there, along with having fun, giving words of encouragement as we're going through the game and then we're, you know, playing with each other. We might be some hazing, you know, friendly hazing, like seriously, dude, seriously, mm -hmm. I'm going to win. That's fun. 
And we can play that game over and over and over again and spend hours as a family having fun. That game might cost me 30 bucks. And I'd rather get them that than, you know, four things that each cost 50 or $100 that make them go up to their room and stare at a screen to play. And I am buying my kids video games, so I'm not hating on video games. But my point is, you can get creative and have an even more special Christmas. I went thrifting right. for some of my kids' presents this year. Um, and I would do that even if I was super wealthy. <laughs> right. Because I don't want to spend a ton of money. Christmas is not about the objects. It's not about keeping the tradition that your parents had. It's about reinventing what family means to you and reinventing what your priorities can look like so that you can pause and enjoy yourself. And if you're, and, and this is for no matter what religion or beliefs you have about the holidays, if you have time off work, that's an opportunity to enjoy yourself, grow and heal and learn and have fun with those that you love. Is, 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 can I push back just a little bit? Yeah, please Because question, question wise, question wise. Like, I love that. I love uh, it. I'm very curious. So like, because uh, I hear you when you say, uh, I want to go back to the point where you're talking about uh, they don't want, you know, like uh, they as in children don't want objects and that well, they think should... they do. They think, but they what do. if they, but, but what if they do? What if, it, what if it is something that makes them happy? Like, what if it is like, like, because I think it's, I, I, I hesitate to, I, I don't want to say the word broad stroke, but that's for lack of a better phrase right now to paint that as a picture for every child and every family. Right. Because right. like sometimes like the, it, there, it, there are objects out there that You're children, right. that, that kids want that yep. will it be broken in a, in a week perhaps, but it might also become their favorite thing in the history of the world right. that they keep right. precious for the rest of their life. Right. So were, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you were telling me to speak to families who don't have a lot of money. Correct. So for families yes. who mm -hmm. don't have a lot of money, I'm saying get creative and have fun okay. and okay. spend time with your kids. Now, yeah. if you have the money to get everything your kids want, just be selective because mm -hmm. it can be overwhelming and there is a sense of entitlement that right, kids right. have if they never do chores and mm. around the holidays, which mine don't do much chores around the holidays. <laughs> and all they're doing is getting thrown toy after toy after toy. So yeah. it, I guess what the real question is, what is true happiness? I don't think that true happiness for me or my husband or our kids is really going to come from just a thing. However, if that thing is something that they really want, and I knew that they really wanted it, and I cared enough to get that for them. That says more about our relationship than it does about the thing. Okay. Does okay. that make sense? It does. And I'm thinking. I'm, and we I'm... got my son a, a, a hoverboard. Okay. Oh, cool. Nice. And this was for a birthday that's already in the past. Mm -hmm. So if he hears me through the wall. Um, <laughs> so we, um, but I shopped and shopped and I found one that was used because I figured there's probably a kid out there that got this and doesn't yeah. need to use it. And I was right. I got a used one and it was still a lot of money because those are expensive. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things where it was like, okay, this is a bigger investment. This is a bigger thing than I usually yeah. buy my kids for their birthday. It's closer to a hundred dollars. And I knew that that kid, this was special and that he would yeah. use the heck out of that thing. And it was just the right thing. And right. so I got it for him and it's been two years and he still uses it sometimes. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not broken because I made sure it was a good one. <laughs> right. You know, you know what I mean though? Yeah. Like it can yeah. be a really special thing. And I'm not saying never buy your kids nice things. Right. But my point is if you're tight what, for money. If you're tight for money, here's another option. Yeah. And I don't think for me yeah. personally that I want to teach my kids that things give them happiness. Okay. And I want Christmas to be about more than things. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Yeah, so, I get that. Cause yeah, because I know there's a lot of people, including myself, that and I know we were uh talking about this before, uh mm-hmm. that talking about how the holiday season has become very commercialized, <laughs> you know, and, and, and because of just how uh society has approached the holiday season, uh not just my, recently, like for the for the my, <laughs> for the longest time, the holiday season yeah. has become one that's giant harsh. commercial to that's get smart. you know, to get people to buy stuff, you know, yeah. between if you Black feel Friday that pressure. And, yeah. Like get people tons of gifts. It's because you've been sold a lie. Okay. And that is from TV. And that mm. is from probably not even your actual childhood because they weren't quite as consumer driven 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. So a lot of it is actually a lie that you've been sold that's on TV. You're saying that marketing is deceptive and manipulative what no oh, i would not my... say that to a marketing oh, person my, no i said listen i for those of you that don't know i work in marketing i've been working i worked in marketing for the last 15 years i i tell my team all the time marketing is manipulative i mean it's 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 supposed it to is. be and it's not it's, it's not always to, out of malice pull on you your know? heartstrings and like yeah make you have to do it there, and then there's a commercial yeah. where your kid opens this giant gift <laughs> and they go oh, it's and then they go another <laughs> presents later they turn to their dad and mom and go this is the best christmas i've ever had (laughs) spoiler alert that's an actor yes yes but that's not to say that it's not truthful because i i think that i feel like sometimes uh, it's so weird though sometimes (laughs) the present that my kids loved more than anything else and it's like the most special thing that they've ever had is actually a box that we cut out holes to make windows and drew a house on it it was free. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? It's the I, thoughtfulness I and the heart that makes it special. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to die on that hill. So you better change the subject. <laughs> no, I'm not here to change your mind. I, I like, I, 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 you know me, I work in marketing. So like, I don't, one of the things I always tell people, because marketing is manipulation, um, but it's not always out of malice, right? So like, like we, we use marketing in a way to get people to either, buy something that they need or think that they need right right um, but at the end of the day it's their decision you know it's it's, it's yeah. their decision yeah. to buy that product or not nobody is forcing you to and buy that's what I'm anything to nobody's forcing you but sometimes we right. feel like it's like as a parent i feel right. it's pressure like our presence right gonna be a small christmas under the tree <laughs> you know and it was like that when i first got married because right. You know, poverty line, us. Right, right. We were very poor. Right, And yet, I look back and I don't think, oh man, I wish we could have given him more presents. I never think that. Because we've had so many incredible memories with our first two kids when we had nothing. And actually, Mm. some of my fondest memories were my husband and I going to um, the gas station and getting Coke Icy's and coming home and watching a movie on Netflix. And that was our special date. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, was this Netflix on the DVD <laughs> era or yeah. Netflix on TV? <laughs> well, there was some crossover. There was both. <laughs> I mean, fair. I don't want to date fair. myself, but you know I'm the same age as you. So right, listen, you know there was both. <laughs> I'll I'll date I'll date myself. My first job ever was Blockbuster Video during the nice. VHS era. So, like, listen, I'll date myself. I I still have some old school my, Blockbuster tapes. One of my sister's <laughs> friends uh, married a manager. Oh, nice. Yeah, she moved got up. The hookup. Yeah, manager. Hook yeah, yeah. So. My dad was a manager. That's how I got the job. Same. So I'm a nepo baby at Blockbuster. <laughs> I'm definitely a nepo baby at Blockbuster. I, I definitely red boxed it. Like we definitely <laughs> actually, That's I went fair. to Blockbuster when they were still around. Like there was a family video actually yeah, near our yeah. house. I went to them until the day they died. Yeah, because they had like a kid section that was free, and so like you go in there and you get your adult movie, and then you get a couple of kids ones. It was kind of like a library. And by adult, and by adult movie, she means adult, like adult movie, as in like just a movie for grownups, not, not an adult movie, like in the back corner, like that's roped off. Not that kind of adult movie. <laughs> just want to make sure there. that we clarify. <laughs> He I just there. everybody was thinking it. You were just talking casually. I'm like, let me just let me just clarify it's that you're not talking family about family <laughs> video. It's called family video. There's yeah, no there, dark listen, room with the curtain. Listen, there, some, well, maybe some there families was. have that. Families have all all shapes, sizes, and ages. So no, I don't <laughs> think saying. I've ever. I don't think they actually. I can't remember Probably now. Not. Now you got me wondering. I'm like, did they have a curtain? And like, I don't know. And they, they might have. They no, might. but they did have. Like, <laughs> they had R rated. So. Right, right. What it, what role what role do you think social media plays on people's mental health during the holiday season? Oh, you know what I'm going to say about this. Go for it. Um, it's always hilarious. It's like you talking about marketing. Like, yes, marketing is intuitive <laughs> for me to say. Um, actually, social media is not healthy for your mental health. <laughs> um, I'm not just saying that, and it's not just my opinion. Um, there was actually a study done on a group of young people in two different colleges, one that had Facebook, the Facebook, and one that didn't. And so they actually had thousands of young people that they could sample over the course of a few years with and without the social media platforms that we now are more, you know, familiar with. And conclusively across the board, the people that did not have social media had lower anxiety, most likely lower depression, and felt happier about their lives in general. Okay. Uh, Facts. Okay, but, Look up the but I, under I understand, but that I'm still going to push back on that because that I, I while I do that's think- That's your other that, job? I'm just attacking no, 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 you. No, 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 you attack away. I'm ready for it. Listen- I, it's one of those things where I think I, I, I like I did a whole I, I uh, interviewed my friend um, uh, Andrea. Uh, she's a psychologist based in uh, in Chicago. And mm -hmm. uh, in actually my most recent episode, I interviewed her about social media and its effects yeah. on mental health. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I want to point out, though, is that like. Social media is it, it, while it can have negative effects on a person's mental health. 
it also has so many positive Positive things things. in fact if i'm not mistaken you get most of your clients from social media right i know that's why i said it's just like you talking about marketing and saying (laughs) uh, marketing is manipulative but i still do it but it's not bad it it feels the same because i am torn because i do know Uh, that i can reach people and help people on tiktok and i do all the time like right. that is where I get the bulk of my clients. Not right now. Both my clients right now are people that I've met in person. But mm-hmm. for year for a year, all my clients were on Zoom from yeah. another state, mostly from New Jersey, New York, up up east. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I have come to terms with for myself is, I think that anything in moderation can be a positive thing. It's when that it's taken too far that it's not healthy. And let me just lay that out for a second because I am myself someone who can take it too far with social media. I'm going to say, raise my hand, say, hi, I have a problem. Okay. (laughs) But because I have this problem, I've learned more and more about how it works for me. So I can speak to that. Mm -hmm. If I were to just be home and not really have anything I have to do for four hours, I might accidentally be in lives watching people hope do my own live look scroll 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 and waste three out of four hours without even realizing it that's where it's unhealthy that's where it's addictive and that's where it's impulsive so i'm not mm-hmm. thinking oh i need to get on tiktok to do this i'm just mindlessly clicking on it how did i get to tiktok <laughs> that's when you need to go wait, wait 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 let me think about this yeah all i'm saying is you need to be cognizant Now, what Facebook was back then was all about comparison. That's how it started. So like if you're using an app to compare yourself to other people in their lives, get off social media and delete it. Even if you never hear me again, I will tell you that. Because if you're just comparing and judging yourself, that's never going to make you happy. But if you're using social media to like be creative or make new contacts and friends or or learn things that's what i did on tiktok for the longest time i just searched things i wanted to learn about it was so much right or find communities of people that are like yourself like but like by yourself i mean like like so many different types of communities out there so many different kinds of communities like it can be really fun for that but what i found in my own life is if i don't put limits and parameters on that time Mm -hmm. i miss out on seeing people face to face and that is something that causes anxiety because if you are not used to talking to someone in person and meeting their eye contact and talking to them, and that becomes further and further and further and further removed from your real life, that becomes an anxiety starter. So if I'm so comfortable talking to you on the screen, and that's what I mostly do, that becomes my comfort zone and that becomes my default. And that becomes- Is that a bad thing? Is that a bad thing? I'm not going to say it's a bad thing, but I want you to be cognizant of it. If that's your whole life, is that what you want your whole life to be? Because if you're cool with that and that's your whole life and you don't ever see friends in person and you never can hug someone or touch someone and that's okay with you, that's your choice. Right, right. For me personally, I want to keep my virtual world to less than two hours a day. Oh, bless your heart. (laughs) I wish I could do that. I can't. I have have high goals. Um, Now, that doesn't include my writing because Mm. my writing is in front of a screen. But it's just me and the computer. I'm not talking sure. to anybody else. Sure, sure. So there you go. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I think, yeah, I think that 
uh, I mean, any medium, whether it's social media, TV, movies, music, yeah. any, any kind of communication yeah. Um, yeah. is, it can, can be harmful. All day too. Right. Right. I get right. And I'm watching six and, episodes in a row. Right. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And oh we, can also we can also like, self-sabotage. We can also self-sabotage. Like it is. There's like, so I want many... relationships. I want friends. Sure. And then yeah. I'm sitting for 12 hours in front of the TV. No, I don't really want friends <laughs> or I would be trying to make them. But I right. really want to just be lazy and check out because I feel <laughs> anxiety and I might mm. need a life coach to help coach me through this anxiety so that I'm not afraid to talk to people again, because right. most of us talk to people when we were in high school, there was already a form. You just, you just show up and you're there and there's people there and you're not trying, but more and more people are working from home. They're part remote. They're part at home. They're more isolated if they do computer work. And then we forget, Oh my gosh, I have no social life and it can get depressing and lonely, but it doesn't have to be. And so right. a lot of my clients, I'm just trying to teach them how to socialize again. Right, right. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really tough to find a balance because like, for like, me, like, for, you know me, I'm a huge <laughs> introvert, huge. And like no. some people, some people like don't believe me when I say that, but like, I really am. No, I know you are. Like, like some people will be like, you're not an introvert. You're not shy. And I'm like, well, introversion isn't necessarily shy, shyness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, introversion uh, is a spectrum, yeah. you know, and shyness can be yeah. part of it, but that's just not part of me. Right. Uh, I'm an introvert in so many other ways, but um, it's, it can be, it can be tough sometimes because like, like my happiness sometimes mm -hmm. comes from my ability to step away from right. things right? right but something that you said earlier that I want to highlight that I think is really insightful and, and important that I love is oh. uh, you mentioned how like the the problem isn't always necessarily the platform itself the problem sometimes is what got you to that point why are you spending three hours on the platform what is making you you know, not want or do that instead of going to do something else. For me, well, it's like it's, everybody has a different reasons. You, you know? know, like some some people find comfort in it. Some people, you know, whatever it may be. But yeah. what, like, what is the reason behind your mm -hmm. choice to do that? That is where mm -hmm. people should be like legitimately focused on. Yeah, because and like, I can tell you, mm -hmm. like, my unhealthy reason. Mm. Are you ready for me to get deep here? I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, I've come down. My husband, like three months ago, was like, I think there's something else to you getting on TikTok. I think there's something else there that you're feeding. I don't think it's just your business. Okay. And I was like, and it kind of hit me funny. And I was like, oh, I think you might be right. Yeah. So I mold over this, you know, for weeks at a time. I'm kind of in the back of the mind, you know, I'm not like constantly thinking about it, but it kept coming around and I'm going, yeah. What is it about TikTok that keeps drawing back in a way that isn't my choice? It doesn't feel like it's my choice. It feels like it's just automatic. Right. And it is natural for me. I am a natural communicator. This is easy for me. Um, public speaking doesn't scare me. Like, it's fun. Mm -hmm. um, however, I'm going, like, what is this? Um, and within the last few weeks, I came to the realization that it's my ego. Mm. and you're saying it, is, it feeds your ego yes because i am making a difference did okay. you hear that but it's an i am statement mm -hmm. which puts me in the driver's seat of my ego and hero complex i'm feeding the hero complex mm. and the hero complex is actually a curse because whenever i take that on that i'm the hero 
then I have to be the hero. Mm-hmm. And if I can't, then I feel empty. Do you see what I'm talking about? Interesting. Okay. So people that have this hero complex thing and feel like they have to save the day for people in their life and they have to come to the rescue and they need to help everybody. It's not because those people need them. Right. It's because they need it. Interesting. And I'm working really hard on these boundary things. So yeah. I've gotten pretty good at it. <laughs> and I love it with clients because they know when the session is, they know when it ends. They give me the money, it's over and it's good. Instead of having these drama-filled relationships with friends who are pulling and pulling and pulling from me and Mm -hmm. never get, that's not healthy. And I don't do that anymore. Friends that are like that, I might see them once or twice a year because I know now that's not my friend that I want. That's someone that was feeding my ego because they needed me. Sure, sure. Interesting. Okay. That's very, that's very, that's very admirable of you to, to uh, come to that conclusion and admit that to the world uh, to hear. Yeah. And it wasn't me that came to the conclusion on myself by myself. It was first my husband kind of going, wait. And then actually, if I'm totally honest with you, it was God, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you know that I have like a super strong faith and it's central to my life. And Christmas for me is about a lot of things, but it's about celebrating the birth of Jesus. And I, I think it's like 30, 40, 50%, something like that of the United States. That's Christmas. They at least mention Jesus or might go to church or something, mm-hmm. you know, not crazy. A lot of us are like, yeah, Christmas is about baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's all year round. It's intense. It's um, a close communicative relationship with mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And he leads me and tells me what to say and do sometimes because that's the kind of communion that I want to have. Not mm. everybody wants that. I get it. I'm not a pushy person. I'm not a judgy person. But as far as me and my house, um, I'm not in the driver's seat anymore. I, I'm a really fun passenger. And I get to not have the pressure of life in the same way. Because, mm. yes, I'm making my own decisions and you know doing all that. But I don't have to make it up. I don't have to make the rules and set the parameters. I get to follow someone who already did it. Right, right. That I love that. That's amazing. Um, I have two more questions uh, for you um, as as we bring things down here. Again, thank you so much for sitting and chatting <laughs> with me here. Um, number one and number two, um, anybody that is interested in learning more about Coach Shay and uh, the, and how she can help you, uh, I'm including all of uh, her information in uh, the the notes of this podcast, so you can just click and go visit her website, go follow her on social media because. She offers some really, really cool things. Uh, I love, I love the hearts. For those of you that can't see it, for those of you, those of you that are listening, there are hearts that took over the screen, and I love it. I'm doing Um, that heart hand thing. (laughs) Yes, hearts like pop out of the heart hands. I love it. Um, So my first, uh, my penultimate question is this: What are your thoughts on uh, New Year's resolutions? And like, as we head into the new year, what are your thoughts on New Year's resolutions? I think that they're crap. (laughs) <laughs> and that's pop off queen go ahead i mean you know that's the, that's a sound bite there you go yeah. um <laughs> no um it's <laughs> been proven over the decades that new year's resolutions are usually broken within the first month if not mm-hmm. two most people don't keep them um mm-hmm. but i think part of that's because they're well-intentioned um but not realistic mm-hmm. so instead of making a broad statement like i'm never gonna get tipsy ever again 
<laughs> or I'm going to lose 20 pounds in six months or whatever. Start gradual and stack your habits. Mm. So what I'm saying is you brush your teeth every day. Twice a day. Twice a day. So that's an easy habit habit stacker. Mm -hmm. So you want to grow in self-awareness. So when you brush your teeth, right after you brush your teeth, you say, how are you doing, Kai? You look at yourself in the mirror and you mm -hmm. say, how are you? And then you close your eyes because you're an introvert and you don't want to look at anybody. <laughs> and you say, how are you doing in here? Now, what's funny is I tell people to do this differently if they're an extrovert versus an introvert. And I'm serious. Fair. And An introvert doesn't really want to see another face right now. They want to process internally to mm -hmm. recharge. And so brushing your teeth, when you the next time you pick up your toothbrush, you're probably going to think of me. <laughs> you're brushing, <laughs> then you're going, oh, yeah. Coach Shay said, how, what did she say? Oh, yeah. How am I doing? Spit. Yeah. And then just add that to your brushing your teeth, stack a habit. That's a realistic New Year's resolution that if you write yeah. it on your mirror, that's another trick with those dry erase markers. Right. Who are you, Kai? Question. Do mark. I do I do I ask that question like before flossing, after mouthwash? Like at what point in the teeth um, cleaning process does that come into play? At the very end? At the very I, beginning, be in the middle? This is really personal and I'm not comfortable <laughs> telling you where this question should be. Oh man. But for me, it would be thinking about it during and asking it after. Fair enough. I think yeah. that's a good answer. I good answer. You passed the test. Whatever <laughs> test it was, you passed. <laughs> um, Shay, you're amazing. Honestly, thank you so much for for yeah, um for fun. being here. Um, I, I would love for you to give some parting words to everybody um, as we wrap up 2023 uh, yeah. and we head into 2024. A lot of things happening in all, all of our lives right now, a lot of emotions, a lot of things that are, uh, a lot of us are feeling down, a lot of us are feeling hopeful. There's just so much happening emotionally, physically yeah. in our lives right now. What are just your words of of encouragement to anybody out there that's struggling as we end the year and head into a new year? Yeah. Um, I would probably say if you're struggling this season, um, it's probably either that you're really busy and not checking in with yourself because that's really common during the holidays, or maybe it's weighing on you that Christmas is coming up mm. and it's going to be different this year. So I've lost two people this year and I know a lot of us have. And when you look into the face of a holiday and you know it's gonna be different, that can be the most challenging thing. Um, so no matter what you face, whether it's family drama and that, oh my gosh, that uncle, <laughs> just remember you are safe, you are secure and you are sufficient. You have everything that you need. So let go of all the expectations that other people might have put on you or that even you have put on yourself. Holding the holidays with open hands, ready to enjoy the moment that you're in. And I do mean enjoy, because when that crazy family member is like <laughs> saying all this stuff, that's an opportunity to laugh on the inside. Yeah. And try to find common ground. I love it.
I love it. I love you. Thank you so much for, for your beautiful words, your wonderful sentiment, your incredible knowledge, uh, and for taking time out of your day to, to sit and chat with me and all of the vibers here that are listening and watching right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, friends. If you were uh, listening and you're like, I like this person, I want to win more. Uh, I include all of coach Shay's uh, information in the notes, uh, description section of this podcast. So all you got to do is click, uh, visit the website. It's go pretty follow her. easy. It's really easy. So just, just click and follow. It's all going to be there for you. Uh, and to everybody, honestly, I wish you the happiest of uh, of holidays. I wish you Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus for the rest of us. Whatever it is that you celebrate as we head into this, uh, in, in the middle of this holiday season, I hope that you have a safe and wonderful time. Uh, happy New Year uh, and all of that as well. Uh, thank you, Shay, for joining me. Thank you, everybody, for watching and for listening. As always, much love, good vibes, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>a wrap on today's journey with the vibe with kai podcast i'm kai your host hoping this episode left you with a little more light and a lot more insight remember you're not alone on this path of mental wellness keep connecting keep growing and keep tuning in for more conversations on that matter follow me on instagram tiktok facebook and youtube at the vibe with kai for daily vibes and don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast together let's continue to break barriers and build bridges in mental health Until next time, keep thriving, keep laughing, and keep vibing. This is Kai, signing off from the Vibe with Kai podcast. Much love and good vibes.